I'm Theo. And I'm Juliet. And this is Apologies Accepted. We offer an entertaining look at some of the big issues in history by examining public apologies of the famous and infamous. We're looking at politicians, serial killers, actors, and you. Send us a public apology you would like to make, and we'll read it on the air and give you a chance to redeem yourself, or just get some guilt off your shoulders. We're here for you. Once a week, maybe more if you're really, really sorry. And I'm not Juliet this week, which makes me sad. Oh, don't be too sad. You're Theo, which is the, the which almost as comp- good. <laughs> the biggest uh, honorable prize or whatever you can possibly have. <laughs> okay, so. my consolation prize. <laughs> so let's get right to the bacon. What's shaking bacon? I have been so well. I don't even know. So little prairie. So farmer John. So Martha Stewart. Oh so house oriented. It is oh, ridiculous. So I bragged last week about how I did not electrocute myself uh, when I changed out ceiling lights. Yay. And put in Wi-Fi wall switches. Yay. Yay. Um, And I put in a new door lock. Yay. Yay. And every time I don't have to call somebody and pay them to do a thing, like replace a deadbolt. I'm like, I just saved (laughs) $7,000. That's great for me. So Um, that's more money to spend at the outlet. It's more money to spend at the outlet. It's more money to spend at my new addiction, which apparently is herbs. So, um, yeah, buying a lot of uh, plants for container gardens. It is spring. It is beautiful. And so, and part of my improving things around the house and fixing stuff up, right, Mm -hmm. um, I had to get some zip ties to hang a tarp on this chain link fence. So the short version of this long story is that um, our dog barks at our neighbors when they're in their oh. backyard because it's chain link fence and he can see them see yeah right. so i had this great idea what if i hung a sheet over it no that wouldn't look good okay uh and so i found tarps right awesome yeah. you, can, you can hang them up and uh all i needed were zip ties so i went to um, home depot and i was walking down all these aisles uh-huh. and i was like i can't find zip ties and i realized in the axe aisle Right. In the axe aisle? Uh, the aisle where all the axes are. Yeah. Right. That like, I cannot ask for zip ties standing <laughs> in the axe aisle because I look like a serial killer. <laughs> and now I feel like I am a serial killer. Aww. And so I have to leave now. And you, did you have tarps too? Are you holding tarps and asking for zip ties in the axe aisle? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I did find them on Amazon, um, which was great. So now I know where serial killers are shopping. It's Amazon, right? You know, they're Um, not going out to the store. Uh, uh, yeah, apparently not because it's very embarrassing. Yeah. It's very embarrassing to ask for zip ties. (laughs) Um, so whatever, I, I spent a lot of time getting the stupid tarp up and in place. Uh, it didn't work. Oh. It turns out it's not the visual, it's the auditory. He can hear them. And so yeah. that's what he's barking at. Yeah. And so oh, I have man. to figure something else out. Um, and then what else? Beautiful weather. Uh, nice. It is insanely gorgeous. I this morning had one of those rare moments in Austin and a once a month occurrence in LA where I would walk yeah. outside to my car and I would like 
there'd be a scent in the air that was beautiful. And I would look overhead and the sky was like my favorite shade of blue. Right. (laughs) Um, And, and it would just be this moment of like, thank God I live here. I love it. What a gorgeous day. And it would be that way like all day. Right. Oh, nice. Doesn't happen a lot in Austin. Uh, mm-hmm. But today is that day. So Beautiful. it's a gorgeous day. I'll leave it at that. Uh, what shake and bacon on your plate? I need a new chair. Oh, yes, That's you the do. Thing. I need a new chair. I lent my chair, my podcasting chair to Brent when his chair broke and he returned it to me broken. I'm not saying that he broke my chair, but it, it's broken now. Just the thing that happened. It just happened somehow and just coincidental, I'm sure. So I need a new chair and, and there's a chair that I want that's $600. But I'm not sure I can justify the expenditure of $600. On the other hand, I thought that I wanted an Eames chair, which is $7,000. But I've decided now I can't justify the expenditure of an Eames chair. I could get a fake one and nobody will ever come to my house and know that it's a fake. But so, you will. I, I know. I know. That's the thing. That's I'll the know. problem. You'll yeah, know. I'll know it's a fake. So I don't know. I just need a new podcasting chair right now. And there's another one that's $120 that I'm thinking about getting, but it's, I don't think I want it. I don't think I really want it. So I might end up spending $600. Okay. So what you need to do is you need to go to the outlet and buy something and save a lot of money on it. And then that Uh money that you save, you can buy the chair with. Oh, that's how it works in my mind and in my life. Yes. Okay. It is. It is great way. It's a great way to get what you want. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, but, all right, so the $120 chair, right? Yeah. Um, the $600 chair that you want, that's a $480 difference, right? Yes, um, yes. Uh, do you think there's a world where one day you look at your $600 chair and you say, oh, I shouldn't have spent the money on that chair, or every time you look at it, you will be filled with joy? I think I'd be filled with joy. Okay, I think this is a solution that's writing itself as we speak. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, you I mean, have a no, birthday coming. Don't mind that up. I'm only working part time right now or anything like that. I do have a birthday coming up. That's a good point. Yes, and I did ask for an Eames chair, so I should just say instead of the Eames chair, let me save you one thousand percent. Save you six thousand four hundred dollars. <laughs> Which you can give to me in, in like gift receipts or gift That's cards, right? right. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, so what you do is just ask for some um, gifts. For- hey, fans, I know you all love to send me <laughs> gifts for my birthday. Rather than a thing, would you just send me um, a Visa check card or yes, please, or I don't know, yes, a please. gift card to whatever the store is? Six hundred forty dollars, including tax. Like enough gift receipts and all of a sudden that chair is basically a dollar to you. It was free. So, yeah. So that's one thing that's going on. That's one piece of bacon. And another piece of bacon is that I'm going to New Mexico in two weeks. I think I mentioned that last time. Not sure. I'm going to New Mexico for a week and then going to Arizona until I get tired of it, which is probably going to be a week. So. (laughs) Sorry, Arizona. You're only good for a week. So my and my cousin is all excited about redoing the landscaping in the Arizona place. So she wants to, when I'm out in New Mexico, where she lives, um, she wants to talk about um, redoing the landscaping in Arizona, which I'm, I'm not 100% into right now. 
Um, and my mother does want to keep it simple, so I at least have that as an excuse. But I would like to replace the citrus trees in Arizona because they're sort of at the end of their lifespan now and they're looking kind of sad. So I'd like to put some saguaros, saguaros in there. What? Um, what? What? Saguaro? Yeah. The, those cactuses that when you think of a cactus, that's what the kind of cactus you think of. The, you know, it's standing up with its arms up. That's that's a cactus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the ones that look like they're in a morabery. Yeah. Yeah, where it's just two stumps that go up and yeah. then the head. Okay, yeah. okay, all right. Um the famous cactus. Over citrus trees, you'd rather have The citrus trees are dying. They're basically I dead. know, but get new citrus trees. Do uh, you know how much work it is to keep a citrus tree alive in the desert? No. No. It's oh, crazy. Well, oh. It's crazy. So it's it, there should never have been citrus trees there in the first place, in my opinion. But my father planted them there because he likes citrus trees, and and he was able to like he hired someone to come and water it every other day or whatever. And, and I'm still doing that, but I would really rather just not have that concern over my shoulders or head or whatever. I think that's an excellent way to justify getting that chair, right? So you oh, no yeah. longer have that expense. At that house. I think I would still have the expense, though, because there's other plants that need to be watered as well, just not as frequently. So I would save some money, but probably not enough to... Have you considered spray-painted rocks? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of such things as, I don't know... Spray-painted rocks? Yeah, spray-painted rocks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a video went viral recently of a guy who started a church. He just started a church, as you do, um, called it the Bible Baptist Tabernacle. It's in Monroe, North Carolina, which is about half an hour south of Charlotte. Um, You've all probably flown through Charlotte at some point if you're in the U.S. Um, He started the church 40 years ago, and his name is Bobby Leonard. And uh, he said last summer in this video that went viral recently that women are at fault for their sexual assault. He said... I told my wife, Mama, when we go to Pigeon Forge, to the outlet mall here, and sit in the parking lot, you'll find more women going to have shorts on than pants and dresses put together, he said during his sermon in August 2023. If you dress like that and you get raped and I'm on the jury, he's going to go free, because you know a man is a man. A man is a man, and you don't like that, do you? I'm right, though. I can't help you that I'm right, because a man's a man. So... My terrible Southern accent aside. Oh, no. Um, I actually was like, where'd Juliet go? <laughs> What's this preacher doing talking? That that video has caused um, some member, former members, actually, to protest in front of the church. Wadesboro resident Jason King led a protest outside the church during its service on Wednesday night. That's last Wednesday, February 21st. King posted a video on Facebook of the protest and actually planned a second protest that was supposed to happen at 9.30 this morning. I don't know if it did or not. Um, this Sunday, today, he said, you can't stand behind a pulpit and teach the word of God and claim that you believe it's okay for people to go around raping people for what they wear. We got signs made up out here that say, repent, turn back to God, and Matthew 7, 15, 16, he said in the video. And I looked at Matthew 7, 15, 16, and it says, watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. By their fruit, you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? King went on to say, a false prophet. How do you know a false prophet? You tell them by their fruits. We are fruit inspectors. And I'm telling you, what he said behind the pulpit was not good fruits. 
It was very unsettling, and as a man behind the pulpit, it brings a reproach on God. And we're out here tonight hoping that Bobby Leonard will repent. I love that we're fruit inspectors. Isn't that great? That's the best line (laughs) of all time. We're fruit inspectors. You're fruity, and you're fruity. Your fruit sinks. Christian journalist Julie Roys wrote, Yes, a man is a man, not an animal. And he is responsible for controlling himself. Thank you. Wow. This pastor needs to resign. So, yeah, it seems like a lot of the people protesting were protesting on behalf of women. But what about all the people protesting on behalf of men who are like, uh, men are not rapists. I mean, men are not naturally rapists, you you would think. I mean, not being a man, I don't know. But the guy saying the man is a man, you know, a man's just going to, if he sees a woman in shorts, well, he's just going to rape her. Where are all the people mad about that? I, yeah, I, uh, 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 <laughs> we're really busy organizing, but yeah. but we're in Home Depot looking for zip ties right now. <laughs> so I think the people in in uh, Wadesboro or where Monroe need to pick up the pick, pick up, up the pace. slack. At least pick there's the people slack. out there protesting. Yes, thank right? God. So yeah. so there is that aspect of this, right? Whether yes, I'm, or not I'm grateful to this. All the people who should be out there wait are not, right? Because uh, once upon a time, people just would have been like, oh, uh, well, you know, that's not what he meant to say. And right. they would have gotten a pass because he's a pastor. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. Yep. Um, so the news has gone even so far as to get a response from Martina Navratilova, who also criticized Leonard for a sermon, calling the pastor Taliban in Christian clothing and a sick fuck. Go, Martina. On um, Thursday night, the message on the church sign was an apology, which we'll talk about in a moment. Uh, Queen City News visited Bible Baptist Tabernacle on Thursday afternoon to give Leonard a chance to clarify his comments. His staff said he was surprisingly declining all interviews and claimed he would be providing a a written written statement, but he never did. And Bible Baptist has taken its Facebook page down, surprisingly. I got so much, and yet at the same time, Nothing, because it's all the same thing again and again and again, right? Yeah. It's these people come up and they say something horrid and they let yeah. you know what they're really thinking and they let you know what exactly. the real agenda is, right? Yeah. And then other people are like, oh my God, that's horrifying. How terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wah, and then protest and then somebody apologizes, but the agenda remains and it never goes away. It never changes. I know. It's terrible. These people are nuts. I, they're just, they're dangerous. They're dangerous. And for our international listeners, uh, Julia and I are referring to Gemini's. Gemini's <laughs> are worst sign. The astrolog- No, totally kidding. We're referring to white Christian nationalists, and it's a movement in the United States. It's really um, reared its ugly head. Uh, and it's been something that fundamentalist as a whole, well, fundamentalist as a whole, but, um, in particular, the people who are, are active, um, in politics, right. Right. Are the people who are proclaiming Christian nationalism, um, where they want a theocracy. They want Christian Sharia law. Yeah, they do. That's terrifying. It's terrifying because they're getting it. They're, get, they're, they're getting, getting their it. way. Yep. That recent ruling about the IVF, 
the embryos yep. being people is insane. And hopefully that will go to the Supreme Court and will be decided correctly. But I have oh, no faith that gosh. it will. I do not know what was going to happen when that gets to the Supreme Court. I know. I have zero idea, right? There are a number of things uh, that are bubbling up towards the Supreme Court. Yeah. That, um, that pertain to... Uh, uh, healthcare uh, around um, fertility, pregnancy, right? Yep. And gay marriage. Uh, yep. So Tennessee and another state, I forget which one, it starts with an A, um, have both said, well, we're not going to issue marriage licenses to gay people. Oh. Well, didn't you try that. that before? Didn't somebody have to go to jail because she wouldn't do that? And yeah, oh, I know that makes her a Christian martyr and, and all yeah. of that. But, you know... And I'm sure all the gay friends that she has totally accept and embrace her. And I have friends that are gay. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. They don't want to be married. It, this IVF right. thing. And so here's here's what happens, right? This is the game plan. I know because they called me and told me last night. Mm-hmm. And it's, you go after the, the easy pickings, right? Mm-hmm. And then you inch closer and closer to the thing that it is that you really want. So mm-hmm. not that abortion was an easy... Uh, thing for them to pick. They actively had to plan for how do we get justices on the Supreme Court? How do we blah, 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 right? Um, And that's a large part of the reason why these people will um, willfully ignore everything that comes out of Donald Trump's mouth because he will appoint the judges they need, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then once they control the law, so they go after abortion. Now it's IVF in vitro fertilization. Um, yeah. And then it's going to be gay marriage, right? It's another easy pick. And then it's going to be divorce. Goodbye, no-fault divorce. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye. You can't get divorced, right? And then uh-huh. it's going to be, I don't know what it happens after that, but it's not going to stop. No. It doesn't stop. And it doesn't stop because these people are afraid. And so if the world is, if they can control the world so that everybody behaves in a specific way, then the angry invisible man that lives in the sky and throws fire down on people from time to time won't do that and they won't be troubled. Um, And while I am making light of their, uh, of their beliefs, their fears. Yeah. uh, That's really what it is. They're afraid of dying. And so if they can just simply control everything, then they won't die. Or if that thing happens, then they win the prize of that's right. whatever it is Going they believe, heaven. right? And so we we look at Christians, but uh, it's a large part of uh, what happens with um, with fundamentalists as a whole who who undertake terrorist activities. Um, they're doing it because yeah. there's some after reward for them. Yeah, just awful, um, horrifying. And to illustrate that point, that this is, I think these two stories go hand in hand. Uh, So we have the preacher who uh, said that women deserve to be raped if they're wearing shorts because Mm -hmm. men can't control themselves. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a, a, what, a belief that uh, in Christianity that the husband's the head of the house and therefore right. men are the head of society because that's a house right. that we live in, right? And so whatever a man does, everything's great. Um, 
So we also have a state senator in Oklahoma, uh, Senator Tom Woods. He is not a U.S. federal senator. He is a state senator, um, but he is a senator. And at a um, at a local community meeting with a couple of other uh, political uh, players from Oklahoma, uh, he said in regards to the death of a non-binary 16-year-old person named Nex Benedict, that um, we don't want that filth in our state. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, he said, we are a religious state, and we are going to fight it and keep that filth out of the state of Oklahoma because we are mm. a Christian state. We are a moral state. Ooh. Uh, you're not a Christian state. That's actually yeah. not a part of the Constitution of the United States yeah. of America. Sorry, honey, I don't know if you've read it, but uh, you obviously I'm haven't, right? Um, and and it just gets back to this whole point of they f now feel comfortable to say what it is that they truly believe. Yeah. Agreed. Right. This guy believes that our pastor in question who issued his apology believed that uh, women deserve to be raped before yeah. inciting the lust of men. Because that's a sin, right. I'm sure, somehow. Right. right. Probably. And then this guy believes that uh, queer people are filth. Right. Um, yeah. Great. And can't wait for his uh, explanation of what he really meant to say. Yeah. Like, um, sweetheart. Yeah. And... Um, it just occurred to me what comes after once they get rid of divorce, what comes next? Freedom for black people. High slavery. It's always oh, about that. It's no. all. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. And I do like to try and get into the heads of, of our, of our victims, of our weekly <laughs> stories. Right. Um, and in this one, it's easy to get into that head space, right? Yeah. Um, evangelicals believe that they have a mission and a duty to report the good news that there's mm -hmm. life after death and Jesus will bring you there, right? And mm -hmm. so, uh, so they've got to proselytize. They've got to go out there and let everybody know there's a way to salvation, right? right. Because that's what gets you into heaven. Yeah. What's happening is... The craziest of them are grabbing the headlines. And mm -hmm. so um, the true believers in Christianity are now saying that uh, that these people are hurting uh, evangelicalism. Sorry, I'm Catholic. It's a hard word for me to say. Mm -hmm. um, or I was Catholic. I'm, it's weird that I say I am. I haven't even it driven by really Catholic. a Catholic church in <laughs> I don't know how long. Um, and and so with what so all of these people who are making all of this fuss and bringing Jesus into the conversation in incorrect ways and I would point to like Lauren Boebert and Marjorie mm -hmm. Taylor Green, right? Mm -hmm. Um they are turning people off from Christianity is what the true Christians will say, right? And so in this way that we have the never Trumpers and the Republican Party, mm -hmm. there now seems to be some sort of a movement within the evangelical faith of, and I don't know what you would call them, um, but the never, I don't know, I don't know the never Boberts will say that for right now. Yeah. 
Um, well, but at the same time, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter because the crazy people have gotten a hold of the steering wheel and they are going to take yeah. this car off course to where they want it to go, right? And they want it to go to, I don't know, because I don't know where it ends. I don't know either. It doesn't end anywhere good, though. It's terrifying. It doesn't. Uh, but at least they're saying the quiet parts out loud now. And at least we know that, like, okay, we're actually not crazy. We're not paranoid. We're not making stuff up, right? Yeah. When yeah. you say that women deserve to be raped, yeah, I'm not making up that you think women deserve you to be raped. Yeah, absolutely. So, so maybe we can confront it better if we if it's out there. If right, if we could be identified, not if it is identified, right now mm-hmm. is every Christian nationalist this way? Yes, yes, they are. They just are. Mm-hmm. Period. Full stop. Right? Um, is every Christian that way? No. As as I could point to the very nice guy that I listened to this morning on a podcast when he was talking about his concerns around mm-hmm. uh, this and the separation of church and state mm-hmm. is probably good for the church as well mm-hmm. as the state. Mm-hmm. That's my lecture. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. And I'm thoroughly depressed. Uh, well, but heroes such as you and <laughs> me. You. Uh, we get to... We get to... Talk about it on Get our podcast. those crazy hands off of that steering wheel and take this car down the road of freedom and liberty. I'm going to get an American Eagle flying over her head very shortly. Get a flag. Uh, yes. Wave your flag. We will yeah. we will win because we always win. Because the good guys always win. Always win. That's there you the go. secret Eventually, to maybe. every story. Without with a lot of deaths lost, a lot of lives lost in the process, but eventually well, Do you win right I, away? I hope we win. No. And you know those people that did die. Oh, I was gonna make a joke. Now I'm sad about people I don't know who died. Oh, oh no, I'm depressed. Good job, Juliet. <laughs> Well, we can look at the apology. Okay, let's do that. Take our minds off the depressing parts. Um, so there was an apology, and the apology was on one of those church signs, which anyone in the South will be well familiar with. Um, but I don't know how to describe them to people. They're like big metal signs that have those plastic letters that you can swap out. For yeah, it's other a plastic letters. It's a sign that's um, usually ground level. Yeah. Um, it's probably anywhere from three to five feet high and maybe like, I don't know, four to six feet across long. Sure, sure. Directionally challenged, and I don't know it math. It could be twice that size, but the, that sounds good to me. But it's a thing that's on the ground, and it's white, yeah. and then the letters on it are black. And they and you swap the letters Change out, out the sign. Yeah, right. Easter's yeah. coming. Merry Christmas. Right. And then Christmas is capital C, okay. capital H, capital R, capital I, capital S, capital T, and then small <sighs> M-A-S. Merry Christmas. Merry yeah, Christmas, exactly. everybody. Yes, and this sign at the Bible Baptist Tabernacle Church in Monroe, North Carolina, um, last week said, and may still say, I am sorry for any hurt. I was wrong. Dash, Pastor Leonard. So, Pastor Leonard apologized. Um, let's look at our criteria for an apology to see uh-huh. what we think of this particular apology. Was there an expression of regret? Yes. Was there an explanation of what went wrong? No, except that he was wrong, but not really. No explanation of how he was wrong or why he said what he did. No acknowledgement of responsibility, really. I mean, he did say I was wrong, 
but he didn't say, you know, I, I uh, take responsibility for what I said and the impact of what I said, and, and I won't do it again. He did declare repentance. He did not offer any repair by saying, in the future, I will be sure not to say stupid shit. He did not ask for forgiveness. So um, I personally think this is a chicken shit way of apologizing uh, by putting your words on a sign and not doing it on video or on Facebook or on YouTube. Well, Facebook is kind of chicken shit too. But um, he should have gotten up front before his congregation and apologized. Maybe he's going to give a sermon today to say that he was wrong. Mm. I kind of think he probably won't, but maybe he will. Maybe he'll be brave. Um instead of alluding to it and making up some reason why he's not at fault, which I think is what's going to happen. There is a world where he went home, right? And his daughter looked at him and said, Dad. Yeah. And then he was like, oh my, wow, what if my daughter uh, incited the lust? Well, and I'm sorry, okay, (laughs) even though we have sort of talked about it, Let's dive into this a little bit more, right? Because I don't understand the logic other than a man's a man and therefore cannot be held accountable for his sexual impulses, right? I'd love to see this guy's porn collection, number one. No, I wouldn't because I'm sure it's gross. Um, But, okay, so so a woman deserves to be sexually assaulted because she's incited the lust in a man by wearing shorts. But what do you do with a man who's turned on by long hair? Right? right? What if his daughter right. is the most modestly dressed woman in the world, but has gorgeous strawberry blonde hair, and that incites right. some guy's lust, right? Right. Not that my things are coming out here, but... <laughs> <laughs> and so, so, Pastor Looney Tunes, where does it stop? Is it just shorts? Right. It's how, just how, how long does a skirt have to be? How long totally. does a dress have to be? Does it have to cover all of your arms? I mean, do you have to cover your, all of your hair, like you said? Do you have to wear flat shoes? Where does it start? Where does it stop? Well, I'll tell you where it starts and where it stops, and that's with a burqa, right? Yeah. Except then you can still see the shape of the person. So what if you're too thick and you incite somebody's lust, or too right. thin and willowy and you incite somebody's lust, Right. There is just no fucking way. It's hard to be sexy. I think it's the takeaway here. <laughs> People should not, women should not leave the house, I guess, is the takeaway. Yeah. I, I think that really, that solves all of society's problems for sure. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, it was so much better when women didn't leave the house. Right. Um, so I think that hopefully he can be redeemed and, yeah. and will learn a lesson through great humiliation um, and and let's see what he does today yeah yeah i'm gonna give his apology a 1.5 i think you technically have to because yeah yeah, he did he did express regret um there's also the aspect of it was even though it's not him right he didn't say it himself to anybody in person, but it is kind of public. And so, but no, I'm, I'm really stretching here to like, uh, could it be a two? He's a man. He didn't know yeah. what he was saying. Um, oh my God. God, it's a 10 really. If you think about it, cause he's a man. <laughs> it's a um, miracle. Yeah. It's a 10. You have to give it a 1.5. I get to give it a 
big fat zero. I think it's a chicken shit move to put up an apology yeah. on a sign. Um, yeah. And sure, as of this recording, we do not know if he has right. publicly apologized from behind the pulpit, right? Um, but I can tell you, he won't be going to any rape crisis counseling centers to learn yeah. and grow and observe, no. right? He'll he be there handing out dresses. Listen, this oh, would have helped yeah. you. Yeah. This this would have solved your problems. Yeah. Uh, fuck that guy so hard. That is a gross man. I don't like him. Well, he likes you because he's uh. sent me an instant message right now. <laughs> so... How about who's sorry now or apology expected? Do we have one of those today? Oh, I do. I have an apology Let's expected from Senator Tom Woods of Oklahoma. <laughs> um, I expect that he will be apologizing um, for calling um, millions of people, people across the country filth. And yeah. and I love this when it's uh, when people and when I say people, I mean like media pundits are talking uh-huh. about. The Christian right, and they'll say things like, "Well, millions of people believe this, right?" Or, "Oh, millions of people X, Y, and Z," as if the number or the word "millions" yes. lends some yeah. legitimacy to it. Well, yeah. if we're going to have that as as a standard, right? Oh, because millions, therefore, there's some legitimacy. Well, then millions of people have been harmed by Senator Tom yes. Woods calling them and their loved ones, well, yes. calling calling them filth. And if you love somebody who's gay, give them a bath because yeah. apparently yeah. Senator Tom Woods yeah. thinks they're dirty. Uh, what about well, you? Apology expected or who's sorry now? An apology expected from PG&E um, unrelated to the story that is um, we have talked about. PG&E just reported a profit for 2023 of $2.4 billion after a series of rate hikes that have massively increased customer bills. That's a 25% increase in profits for the utility company since 2022. And a uh, 13% rate increase went into effect at the beginning of this year, bringing my latest electric bill for a 1,200-square-foot condo to $400. That is how much we pay for yeah. electricity in the summer in Austin in a, um, on a monthly basis, right? When the, when the AC is on. Our air conditioner is running 24 hours a day. Yeah. How in I mean, the we world? We use our heat. We have, we have one gas fireplace that we use to heat our house, and it's on mostly in the mornings. But um, it could be on all day, but it's not on at night. And that's the only thing we run. Um, that's gas. The electric bill is we don't have anything like the refrigerator is our biggest electric thing. And it's we, we, we look carefully at our graphs and charts from the electric company to see. Because you're exactly, nerds. You know, I know. Yeah. Because, yeah. To see if we were if our usage went up and our usage is not significantly increased. What's significantly increased is the cost. So it's these rate increases that have made our bill go up to four hundred dollars. And uh, I don't expect it to, to go down much over the year because it's we're not really using anything particular to the wintertime. Oh, prices never go down. Prices yeah. stay up and then wages have to go up to accommodate for the prices, right? Which is why one day it's going to be 40 bucks for a dozen eggs. Oh, yeah. It's 40 bucks for a cup of coffee. That's mm-hmm. what's going to happen. I, it, oh, my God. Listen, we're so fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> I spent $9 and something and some change. On a cup of coffee? On a coffee, yes. On you a did? quad grande almond milk latte at warm temperature, please. Right? 
That's quad it. Grande. Four, four shots of espresso. Nine dollars. In a grande size, so medium. At Starbucks. Uh huh. Damn, that's insane. Almond milk. I spent six fifty for uh, my drink, and it, and I think that's too much. It is too much. It is too much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and nine bucks is too much. Like that's a lot. It's Starbucks. You pushing me away, meal. and now I've gone to Red Bull. Oh man, I've been I, getting migraines, and I think it's the Red Bull that's giving me migraines. So impossible. I started drinking Red Bulls a couple of weeks ago, and I've had a headache every day. Um, not since, but just in the last few weeks. So I'm thinking it's maybe the Red Bull. So be careful no, with that. Red it's Bull. not the Red Bull. The Red Bull. You your headaches would have been worse. The Red, Bull, the Red Bull is Bull? making them better. Oh, yeah. okay. I better not stop drinking them. Then. No, you better not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. That's it for this week, I think. Um, thank you for tuning in, as usual. And stay cool, cucumbers. And don't trip potato chips. And I got nothing, so there we go. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to Apologies Accepted, the podcast. You can find links to the articles and the sources in the show notes. To submit an apology or find out more, visit us at ApologiesAccepted.net, where you can also find our merchandise. We're on Twitter at ApologiesAccepted. And on Instagram at Apologies.Accepted. You can support our important work at Patreon forward slash ApologiesAccepted. And fuck Facebook. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>